On this week's episode of Cutscenes, we drink drugs in Max Payne. Let's get right into it. Video game movie podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lasbrantz. And I'm Travis Colnut. And today we are talking about 2008's Max Payne. We start the show like we start all of our shows with the tutorial. It is a 60 second segment where we are going to give you the high level plot in pieces, passing it back and forth like a baton, 20 seconds each. Who wants to start giving the pain out? That <laughs> me. <laughs> Sorry, who wants to deliver the pain first? Oh my god! Oh god, um, I can't. You I go, guess. Katie. Right. You go. I'm gonna go last. Oh, god. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready. All right. Uh, I'm gonna set my timer here for one minute. Three, two, one. Okay, so Max Payne is a movie about a detective cop who um, he's very, very sad because his wife and an infant baby child were murdered and uh, the killer was never found. So he is just kind of like loner, sad cop who's angry at everybody. And uh, next... Okay, um, so he, yeah, he's angry at everybody. He's, like, working at the bottom of, like, some uh, police precinct doing, like, cold cases and stuff like that. And he's still investigating the murder of his wife and baby. And it kind of gets him, like, wrapped up in this weird drug pharmaceutical conspiracy doesn't exactly know there's flying birds everywhere um and then and he is a man who is like single-handedly charged with taking down his wife's killer a pharmaceutical manufacturer kind of the military (laughs) his boss who also is bad too i guess this movie's bad let's talk about it God. Um, so before we get into talking about this uh, thing, tell me what your history is with the Max Payne series, uh, because it is a series of three games uh, that were developed by, by, I think, published by Rockstar, developed by Rockstar. I've never played any of them, so I need to know, have y'all played any of these games? Because I think it's going to be tough if none of us have played them. <laughs> Travis? I've not. I, okay. I'm here I don't to save, know anything. I'm here to save the day. Okay. So Thank God. I played the first one and a portion of the second one, but it didn't run as well at the time when it came out on whatever computer I was using. So I just, I, I kind of abandoned it. But my, the first Max Payne game, I really, really liked. Like I really? played through that thing. I think I played it to completion at least twice. And I wow. think I just like fired it up a third time and just kind of screwed around. It is just, it's a lot of fun. I don't know what about it is satisfying. Something about the guns is really good. Just the way it feels like if you, the vibe Travis, is cool. you would love this game. Is it Remedy? It is developed by Remedy Entertainment. Oh, okay. The first two are. Yeah. You might. There's I portions thought- of it that you would like. Because it gets a little weird and like dreamlike and um Okay. I don't know. It's 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 made a little differently. It's not like your typical shooter. Like it's no, a third person, I, but it's a little weird. Yeah, I was wondering because if it's Remedy, I mean, like I like the kind of stuff Remedy does, right? So, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I, you know. And you said Dreamlake. That's kind of fun. I mean, there's portions. There's portions of hey, that seems on point with this mm-hmm. movie a little bit at least. Um, but 
Yeah, no, I, I don't know any. I knew it existed. I knew this was a franchise. I have no knowledge about the games whatsoever. Yeah, the third one wasn't developed by Remedy. It was developed by like a set of Rockstar Studios okay. like 10 years after the first, but the first two were Remedy. So Interesting. If you like Control, if you like Dallin Wake, you might like the original Max Payne games, even though, as Katie said, they're maybe a little dated. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie has like literally nothing to do with Max Payne except for the fact that there's bullet time and that the character is named Max Payne. They, they tried a little bit. There are some things... And I'll I'll mention them as we go that do relate. Like I'm like, oh, I can see where you tried, but it's not <laughs> it's not as cool. Like I don't know, it's just they don't keep up that same um, that same vibe throughout. It's like they tried and then they go like, oh, the characters aren't that fleshed out. Like it's just it's not as interesting as playing that Max Payne game. Interesting. Yeah, because I wouldn't Fair. have known anything otherwise if like this movie was spot on or if it wasn't. I would have. I have no, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kate, Katie, you you describe how the movie opened, mm-hmm. and it's like Mark Wahlberg, who plays the titular Mac, Max Payne, uh, is a sad, sad police officer who has been relegated to cold cases in the wake of his uh, his wife and child's murder. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it. And he's already, you can tell that he's sad because it opens with a dreamlike thing of him like drowning, which actually turns out to be kind of real. But at the time, it's like dreamy. And he's saying all kinds of sad things about pain and and, and death. And you're like, oh, he's sad. I get it. And then he's, you know, shuffling papers and like looking at people like, don't talk to me. Doesn't say it. But, you know, with his eyes, he's like, "Mm -mm, I don't want to talk to you. Um, they introduced some, a character that I was like, oh, this will be interesting because, um, somebody is kind of getting an intro- introduction to the precinct, like the new guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they're showing the him guy. around and they kind of like, I thought they were introducing this guy to be kind of like a foiled Max Payne and there was going to be like a buddy cop thing where right. they don't want to work together, but they're working together. And I was like, oh, we're like, doing that This is that our thing. introduction characters so that we can like kind of follow along and yeah. see the ridiculousness, but like and through this guy's like, eyes. Yeah, and it was like, oh no, just kidding. That was to introduce Max Payne. And that guy, <laughs> I don't think I saw him ever again. I no. was like, oh. <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't, I was weirded out because like that guy literally like just got introduced to Max, to Max and then he's like, hey, you want to get a drink after this? And I was just like, you don't even know this guy. Like, who are you? That's why I thought they were going to be partners because he Me was too. trying. Because he's like, yeah. I guess I'll try and like make friends with this guy because I'm going to be working with him. No, you're not. You're never going to see each other ever again. The boss is like, don't talk to that man. Yeah, and like that, literally. He just disappeared. He didn't. God. <sighs> but like, so he's like a desk cop, whatever. But also he's investigating his wife and child's murder on his own in his own time yeah. and like getting mixed up with like the mafia mm-hmm. and like drug lords and, you know, beating people up for information in subway bathrooms because sure, that happens. Misconduct. What's that? That was a thing. Okay. Right. As soon as we're in the subway, I was like, oh, this is super max pain. There's like a really big section, not big section, but like there's a good portion near the beginning of that game where you're in like a similar looking subway thing and you're shooting like thugs and stuff and whatever and i was like oh here it is and then uh basically the three like they're kind of like tweaked out and they want drugs and stuff and that so they kind of follow them into the bathroom and then max Payne just kind of like stone looks at them and is like basically like what are you gonna do 
and then they like <laughs> threaten to kill him and then it like teases bullet time a little bit i stole your watch yeah i saw you pawn it hours ago yeah and then the that's watch. how max Payne sounds in the game is not <laughs> how mark Wahlberg sounds yeah. no yeah i know he doesn't he's just he's just mark Wahlberg. so yeah yep. and then uh and then for a second i was like oh we're gonna go full-on sociopath i thought he was gonna murder them all in that bathroom yeah. <laughs> i really Same. did i was like oh this is dark it's really really mm. dark but yeah there's a lot of that opened every stall in that bathroom by shooting guns at it and it just blew open every door like i, I feel like that's how people open doors in this movie they just like would yeah. blast it with a gun and that's just, that's just how doors opened yeah. you don't need a key you just no. blast the doors open I, i'm not even sure physics work that way but i was okay with it <laughs> Um, I want to say it before it's lost to all the things that I'm going to say about this movie, but this movie was shot in 35 millimeter and the, the color and the cinematography, I think were like the, <laughs> yeah, uh, like the black and white, I guess they're shades. Yeah. Uh, that to me was the best part of the movie is I'm like, this looks great. Like yes. every scene I could tell that there was like thought about lighting and composition. And I'm like, whoever was a cinematographer on this movie deserves awards because it looks fantastic. Also filmed in Toronto. Oh, oh. really? Toronto or yeah. nah? Toronto or nah? The answer is Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I noticed the color. Like I, I specifically made notes and I was like, this film is really black and white. Like there is no... There's hardly any shades of anything. And if it is, it's like a neon or like, a mm-hmm. you know, something like really specific. And then when there is like pops of color, it's kind of like it's surprising, right? When either there's like the hallucination kind of aspects of it or there's the memories of blue his pre- drugs or his like or memory of his like, previous life, like you would know with it and everything's yellow and bright mm-hmm. and shiny, right? Like it's um, or like warm and cozy, whatever. Um, but yeah, I know I specifically noticed like how black and muted everything was and I, it's cool. I like it. Um, I was just like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah. It definitely got its point across. Like it was like, oh, we're making a choice at least. Mm -hmm. This is what we're going for. There was even one point where like, uh, a little further from where we are, Max Payne like gets beaten up as in, in his own apartment. And every time he gets beaten up, like there's like a red flash, like there would be in a video game. And it was the only time it happened, but I think it was like cool. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it was like the visuals in this movie were like the only redeeming quality in it. I would agree. I feel like they, there was some like cool shots and like cool moments of like, yeah, this is visually interesting. And mm-hmm. yeah, no, totally. Or even like I could tell like uh, there was a scene in a building where like a man fell out of a building yes. or was pulled out by one of these like mythical creatures that we'll talk yes. about. Um, and I could I could tell I'm like, I know that there is a huge spotlight like on yes. the on the ground that is shooting this window four stories up. And I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is great. I would love to watch this movie in the background and not listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. That. That is the thing that brings it down is um, the writing. The talking bits. The talking. <laughs> all the talking, which is kind of important. You know, it it's a big yeah. factor in a movie. Um, yeah, there's just the, all the lines are just kind of dry and expected. And like, it's not interesting. No one's like talking like a human. Like no one's saying no. anything real or like yeah just interesting and it's and even just like the some of the delivery is just boring it's like your standard like cop talk 
that's like not said in an interesting way that you've heard a bajillion times. So I, it just, it felt kind of meh. Yeah. It's like, there's no, everyone speaks the exact same way. There's hardly any humor. Not that I need humor in a movie, but at the same time I was just like, there's nothing interesting being said right now. And yeah. it's kind of, which it makes it kind of hard to follow sometimes where you're like mm-hmm. it, just being given, here's more plot. Here's more plot. Here's more plot. Like there's nothing to bring me in, especially mm-hmm. when at the beginning I felt like I didn't know enough about what was going on. And then I'm like, there's wild birds all over the place. Mm-hmm. I wrote down like shadow dragons. I'm like, I don't know what this <laughs> is. Like, you know, and uh, there's just, I didn't know why he was going to this place for the drugs and why he was following this Natasha lady. Like I didn't know mm-hmm. what the links were and I didn't know why we were doing what we were doing. Like there's a lot, a lot of my notes are like, what is going on? Where is he going? <laughs> like, it just doesn't, I don't know what's happening. Like, yeah, it wasn't uh, very clear for, for all the talking that was really just exposition. Most of the time, I really didn't know what was going on. No, like, so early on after we kind of introduce everybody and then he, for some reason, I don't know if he's just like, Oh, there's shady people there. And that's why I'm going to go there. Cause maybe there's connections. Like, I don't know. Well, he we went have to no this idea weird why he club went there. place. Like, there's yeah. this weird club that has like some Russians in it. Some people yeah. are Russian. Some people aren't. I don't know. There's like threatening people with face tattoos standing around. <laughs> it doesn't look like a fun club. I'm like, why are you people no. here? Like, some <laughs> no. people look like they're doing business. Like Mila Kunis looks like she's like in a business or like that she's there for I don't know, like mafia, like Russian mafia yeah. reasons. I why don't was know. she there? I don't why know. was she there? I don't know. And why like, why did she get there? mad that he was talking to her sister? Like, yeah. what was the why? I don't understand. It's not like she's sheltered. She's clearly not. Like, no, <laughs> I don't understand. And I need to ask a question. So this movie has Mila Kunis, yes. who like I love Mila Kunis. Oh yeah, she's great. She is. She speaks Russian yes. because she was born in Russia. Mm-hmm. She was Russian for like the first 10 minutes of this movie. And then did everyone forget that she was a Russian for the rest of the movie? (laughs) Because she like dropped any semblance of having a Russian accent. It just disappeared. It disappeared. I'm fine with her dropping the Russian accent. Because it's like, no, no, she's good at what she like. She like can, uh, she's chameleon. Like she can uh, fit into whatever setting and she doesn't give herself away as like a Russian. I don't know. I don't know if she's the mob or not. I still don't know what she is. Why yeah, does she shoot? Same. Why does she have guns? Why is she do? How does she know these people? She's, what is the connection? Was she doing business with like the Japanese or something? I <laughs> maybe she did at one point. Yeah. <laughs> so that honestly, in spite of this, all of the Mila Kunis scenes to me were the best scenes because yeah, I was like, probably. she's just more interesting yeah. to look to listen to and look at than almost anybody else in this movie. Um, but yeah, I wish that she had spoken Russian more. Just because it's fun. When someone actually speaks that language, this was a possible max. So I'm, it's okay. I've, I think I have like one or two others. You can but, call it oh, out good. if you want to. Whenever someone is speaking their actual, like a language that they know how to speak, that isn't something that you typically hear in a movie like Spanish or, you know, that you like right. hear it all the time. But like you, there's a comfort level that you can tell, like you can feel it. That it's yeah. more authentic, that you're like, oh, it, it, sh- it just feels, I don't know, more legit somehow. And I was like, oh, li- oh, she's speaking Russian. Yes. And then it went away. <laughs> and I yeah. was sad. 
<sighs> okay, so we meet Mila, and this movie is full of stars too. Like Ludacris yeah. is in it. Um, Ludacris is in it. Uh, Chris Ludacris. O'Donnell is in it. Nelly Furtado's in Nelly it. Nelly Furtado is gasped. in it. I guess. Yeah, Nelly Furtado. Nelly Furtado. Why is Nelly Furtado in this? She was his partner's wife, and she scolded him at the house and slapped him in the face. That I was blanked Nelly that Furtado. part out completely. <laughs> Uh, when, yeah. When Mark Wahlberg goes to like the partner's house after his partner dies, Nelly Furtado is the wife oh, and slaps yeah. him in the face, and she like blames him. I'm like, why is yeah. Nelly Furtado I have to go here? Back and look at that. That's so yeah. Funny. It's so funny. Canadian. Yeah, Canadian treasure, ah, Nelly Furtado. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Toronto or nah? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is nah. She was. Born I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> Um, so let me just quickly move through yes. some of the, some of the major plot points here. So, you know, we talked through Mark Wahlberg, Max Payne meeting Mona Sachs, who is like a Russian assassin. Um, and then, well, okay. He meet, he goes oh, home with Natasha, God. which is Mona's sister. Yep. Sister. But yep. then they go, he brings her to her, her like he, what he, she like takes off her clothes and gets in his bed yeah. and they're like, do you want me to be your dead wife? Yeah. Or something along Creepy those lines. Like, I was like, okay, no. sure. Yeah. No. And then he kicks <laughs> her out. I don't know why he brought her home in the first place. I don't know why. Like, I don't know. She if he just th- like followed him home. He saw know. the tattoo and I yeah. don't know if he thought that was something but then I got confused because almost immediately after his partner who was looking into the murder of like Max Payne's wife made the tattoo link. And I'm like, so yeah. this is the first time the tattoo yeah. connection was ever made. So then why did Max Payne have Natasha go home with him? And then I just didn't understand what was happening. But yeah, so she quickly leaves. And explain the tattoo thing. Like everyone yeah. has like feather tattoos. Yeah. Right? Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Everyone has feather tattoos, feathers, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then like she leaves, she's on drugs and then she dies in the street from giant birds. And then, <laughs> um, giant birds. And then, and then, so Max gets pinned. Well, because she took his wallet for some reason, she stole his wallet. So she, so his wallet's at the scene where she is dead. And, uh, essentially like the cops are on to him because like why did you kill this woman in the street they think because his wallet is there because you know i'm if i'm gonna kill someone i'm gonna leave my wallet i guess um and then uh but also mila kunis is mad at him now too because his sister or her sister is dead right so kind of like keeps yep. going from there and now it's max trying to like partly clear his name and get to the bottom of it because then also his partner winds up dead immediately after he finds evidence that connects Max Payne's wife's murder to these people with feather tattoos, which is also linked to drugs that <laughs> is, I think, being made from a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. A Seer Pharmaceuticals. Yes. Which is a fantastic name for a pharmaceutical company. It is. <laughs> Actually, yes. You know what? That name was one of the most realistic things in this entire movie. Um, yeah. So at the club previously, we had seen that like blue liquid it's like a little mini little kind of cap vial. shot glass. Yeah, vial. Yep. That people drink. And you don't drink drugs. Right? Who drinks drugs? <laughs> I mean, maybe we're just out of the loop. Maybe that's like the cool yeah. new thing that the kids are doing. Is that what the cool kids do? I don't know. Yeah. But um but yeah, they kind of introduce it as like a party drug. But then later they're like, Yeah, it's not a party drug at all. I'm like, why were right. these people using it as a party drug? Yeah. It's not. No. Nothing not about all. it. But anyway, sorry, moving on. So, so yes, uh, everyone's uh, the the symbol of the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company is like these 
wings. So then you're like, oh, people have like a pharmaceutical company's wings tattooed on them. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's then so, it, you find out it's because the drug is called Valkyr, which is like Valkyrie. reference Valkyrie. to the Valkyrie. Val- Valkyr. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. And so that's why they have the tattoos. Yeah. Because so, like Mona and Max end up teaming up together to try to get to the bottom of like why Natasha died. Mm-hmm. And they find the tattoo artist that is giving out these tattoos and he happens to be uh, an expert on um asgardian thor ragnarok yeah, they, they like i don't know force <laughs> norse mythology in this movie somehow like asir is a is a norse god um everyone has it's stupid i don't understand why they needed to force north no why did they need to force norse mythology into max Payne? like you it's it ah. i mean well, i can kind i and, because they kind of, I mean, it's kind of in the game a little bit. Like this, that's referenced. It's not as okay. hard as like gotcha. in this movie. It's not as like direct, but it is referenced a little bit. Um, from what I can remember, it was a very long time ago. But, but yeah, because it's like the warrior. It's more of like a warrior based mythology, like historically yep. yeah. things, where it's like the angels that protect warriors, and they basically it was being used as a military drug to make soldiers go hyper uh, it was, like aggro yeah. in a nutshell here was actually a super soldier drug used to make soldiers kind of captain america ish yeah exactly right and like one percent of soldiers like it had the intended yeah. effect right and the other 99 percent of people like had psychotic breaks which is which, why where they had these big Valkyries. birds everywhere which, yeah. after you use it, I feel like this should not have gone that far. You're, there's no testing needed. You <laughs> tested it like three times and you're like, well, that doesn't work. You abandoned yeah. that thing. It didn't work. No, it's not like, but it well, works 1% of the yeah, time. Yeah. So like, so I'm we're going to take, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm surprised that there's not more super soldiers running around given that all these people are just partying with it. <laughs> that's that's fair. Also, if, if one out of a hundred of them have these like, uh, like superpowers then why aren't there like a hundred captain america's running or a hundred uh what is it lupino though the soldier who ends up becoming basically the 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 military like nemesis who's like the big bad running around killing people right yeah which i'll come back to um we were you were saying when his partner gets killed yes max Payne gets beat up in the hallway of this apartment building yep okay this movie has been pretty violent up to this point. He gets the yep. crap beat out of him. The yep. utter crap beat out of him. He's in then in a hospital bed. There is not a scratch on Mark, Mark Wahlberg. No. Not a scratch. No. He's like, uh, aching getting out of bed. I'm like, there's nothing happened. His face got bashed into walls. I yeah. don't get it. But he like, got shot once in this entire movie. No, he got shot the- multiple times. No. Yeah. In the end, he <laughs> okay. got shot more than once. When he's escaping, I'm, I'm jumping forward here a little bit though, okay. but like when he escapes from that, like the pharmaceutical place and there's that whole SWAT team shooting shitloads yeah. of bullets at him, he gets one that grazes his arm. That's it. That is literally it. It's because he's and then, pain. Yeah. And then he gets shot a big bunch of times afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> but also... <laughs> That was for plot reasons. Every other reason. He only got shot so that he had to, you know, push him, like, take the drug later. Spoilers. Um, (laughs) But, like, he didn't get shot at all when it wasn't convenient for the plot, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, logic just kind of flew out the window. 
Mm. On a big bird. On <laughs> a big bird. <laughs> yeah, because people hallucinate and they see terrifying demon birds. Yeah. Also, why are all these people still using it as a party drug? If almost right away, they're like, demon birds are killing me. Like, stop using that drug. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. That's another thing. That should- my, my friend saw the demon birds. That's one and done. Like, no, never yeah. again. <laughs> so wait, how did Natasha die? Was it Lupino yes. that killed her? And she oh. saw him as the demon bird. The demon bird. As the Valkyrie, uh, yes. Okay. Because he was looking at her from a now. rooftop. Like he was watching yes. her in the alley and then he like right. came down. He, I don't know if he jumped, if he leaped at her or what. But she was like, ah, demon bird. Why did he kill her? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I was just checking. I'm, I'm like, did I miss that? Nope. Nope. nope he didn't. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so he's out of the hospital his partner's dead. We'll go as a partner's funeral. He starts to discover that there's this like the drug is made by the military by a serious pharmaceutical. When does his partner turn on him? Like when does BB his former no oh, like that's, that's friend later? Like I guess uh, yeah, it's right near the end. Yeah, near the end. Essentially, so. Michelle, who is Max's wife, who died, uh-huh. worked uh-huh. for the pharmaceutical company. She uh-huh. found information about the military tests and all this kind of stuff. Then BB, I don't know why his name is BB. Um, he it's very death stranding. He was yeah, I know. I was just thinking that. Thank you. Um, so he also works for the pharmaceutical company as security head or something like that. Found out that Michelle knew something and pretty much killed her and the baby. So this guy who is supposed to be Max's friend, family friend, work friend of his his wife or something was the reason she died because he was trying to cover up her knowledge of the drugs being used for military purposes or something. And then, uh, so he, we've discovered that and then that's why he ends up turning on Max because Max discovers that two i believe um yeah, pretty much. he's getting close anyway yeah he's like and looking into Ma- it hard yeah there's like a fight between max and this like lupino guy who is really just the one success <laughs> for this drug and then <laughs> he's about to kill him and then bb decides to kill lupino and shoots him before he's about to beat max and then then i guess bb decides to kill Max himself after revealing all the secrets to him and then shoot like shoots at him he jumps into like frigid water and hopes that like Max drowns doesn't check that there's a body and then he says oh it's cold he'll freeze yeah he'll freeze he's good he's good I don't understand yeah and then where do we go from there? Because uh, Max wanna... Payne decides to take the drug. Yeah. He's like, I'm about to die. So like, let's do the thing where I take this drug that's really bad for me. Okay. And it like turns him into a super powered version of Max Payne. And that's when he like gains video game-esque powers and decides he's going to murder every person <laughs> that wronged him and every one of their henchmen. And honestly, probably best part of the movie. I actually like... It, out of this entire movie, once he takes the drugs and he's hallucinating and it's like the visuals start getting a little bit crazy, Mona gets back involved because she like disappears for the middle of this movie and then she's just kind of looking out a window and I think she must have just been like, I could get in on this action. So she like shows up near the end and tries to, you know, pre- I don't know, she joins him and saves 
Max and helps him defeat the bad guys at the end. But like, there's at least some visual interest, visually interesting stuff where like, you know, there's a helicopter, but it's actually not a helicopter to Max because he's seeing it as a giant bird. And I don't know, the visuals were, were interesting. I, I will give it that. I really liked the way stuff was shot at the end there with all of that action. It's because there's less talking. <laughs> yeah, talking. That's right. We're just yeah. shooting people. We yeah. are killing people in, you know, uh, abrupt ways with guns. And there's no talking. Yeah. So it's instantly yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. There were some really cool shots, like in one of the office buildings, when Ludacris's unit decides that he's going to go after Max Payne, I think. Um, like he has um like the military chasing after him he's running through an apartment building there are military men like jumping from desk to desk and like it almost seems like a dolly shot where like the 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 camera's moving while max is running and that was that was actually really cool mm-hmm. like i said the cinematography there were some yes. cool cool moments yeah and then he kills bb the bye bye pretty much <laughs> literally yes. sorry Honestly, this movie ends kind of really abruptly. Like, yes, it does. I kind of was expecting like resolution or something. Like it was, oh, Max got his revenge. The end. But he That's might it. die. He's not dead. But he got shot like six times. Yeah, but he's, he's okay. But that drug's going to wear off. There's there's a post credit <laughs> scene. Like, what? Oh, what? Uh huh. Oh yeah, I watched it. <laughs> you watched it. Oh, watch? tell us about it because we didn't. We the movie was done and we were like, See, Travis was like, I didn't get enough. I gotta <laughs> let this thing roll. <laughs> there is a post credit scene, and so I was like, Come on, that's like that's it. There's no way, right? Do, and so then I yes. was while the credits were playing, I like decided to look it up, and then apparently I was like, Oh, there's a post credit scene. So I just let let it keep running, right? And uh, the scene starts well because. Obviously, as immediately after Max gets his revenge, you know, oh, there's that yellow, warm, glowy kind of color showing up in like the the scenes and stuff like that. Like the sun, the clouds kind of break and, you know, it's like, oh, this like darkness has lifted over him is how I kind of read it. Right. So the post credit scene is kind of all orangey and yellow and it's Max walking into a bar. So apparently he got off on killing all of those SWAT people, <laughs> not in jail. Like, I could at least understand maybe the BB thing if he was, like, self-defense, whatever. But, like, he killed a lot of people and no one really cared. So he um, walks into a bar, gets a drink, and then Mona's sitting at a table and she has a newspaper. And the newspaper has, um, so that woman that worked for the pharmaceutical company that she was one of the boss ladies. I don't know her name. Um, I think she was in Scandal. Like on ABC. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's how I know her face. Um, and then uh, they pretty much just kind of, like, I think she's the new head and I think she was in on it. So I think that's their new target. Oh. So, and that's kind of how it ends. And that's it. Yeah, I'm watching it. It's a, it's a minute and a half and that's the whole scene. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. That sounds thrilling. Actually, I was almost a little like into <laughs> no, the idea no, of a you sequel. Cannot, no, no, you're not allowed. Don't, no. That's ridiculous. If you gave me a sequel where Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis went around just like kicking the shit out of everyone and she was involved the whole time. Travis. That's what they, they did. Made a sequel. They this... made a sequel to this movie. What? No, they didn't. Are they both in it? Are they both in it? It's ca- it's called Ted. Oh, God damn it. You had me. 
I immediately uh, put my arms down. I'm not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Damn it. Um, for for reference, Ted the Teddy Bear movie starring Seth MacFarlane. It also stars Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis. I apologize. I'm, I had to do it. I'm very upset right um, now. It uh, yeah. So that's Max Payne. I I don't really have much more to say about it. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I feel like I spent most of this time explaining it. I I mean, like, there's the plot is nonsensical. Like, it's not nonsensical, but like, it there's a there are reaches sometimes. Yeah, yeah, there um, there are definitely reaches, and they are. I don't know how to. It's not complete. Like the plot is there. <laughs> <sighs> there's a good movie in here. Yeah, it's almost like there's something in there, but I don't know if it was put together well. In an alternate universe, there is a Max Payne movie that is good. I feel like I would have enjoyed this (laughs) if it leaned a little bit more into the, like, super soldier, crazy visuals aspect of it. There's stuff in here that could be a good version of this movie. I yes. So it had that's, that's that's almost why I was most frustrated because it has ingredients for a really good interesting action movie because it has like a built-in it has a built-in little it has a bullet time mechanic that they use interesting that's like fun in Max Payne. So I thought it would be more fun in the movie. But wasn't and then it has a built-in vibe that's very different that's kind of like unique to it It, it's unique to action movies and you can use like that like dreamy sequency stuff that's in the game so i was like i was i i hadn't heard much about the movie so i i thought there was potential i was like maybe it was good Maybe it was. And then it's like, you know, 15 minutes in, I was like, oh, it's not. It's not going to be good. No. But yeah, but there is a version. I, I'm gonna, it could have. Totally. Yeah. The, I'm going to suffer through 100 minutes of this. But hey, guys, maybe we're wrong about this movie. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm going to ask us to go to our critical hits, which is the time in the show when we read quotes from Metacritic.com. Again, these are user reviews. Uh, that were put out from when the movie was released to now. So I'm going to start and give our first review from Mike S., who gives Max Payne a 10 and says, the best game adaptation to date and a great noir thriller in its own right. Not sure what he was watching, but... (laughs) Hey, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, Who wants to give us the next review from Bob's? I can. Um, Bob's gives it a three, says not good, (laughs) bad plot development, bad characters, just not worth more than one (laughs) dollar. Not more than one dollar. One dollar. There you go. If you see Max Payne for 99 cents in your local video store bargain bin, snatch it. (laughs) Oh my God. Get it. Katie, uh, we have one from Cat S here. Cat S gives it a nine. They say, listen. This movie is not trying to be anything that it isn't. I found it highly enjoyable and very entertaining. I think that if you go see it for what it is, a dark, gritty movie based on a video game, then you will enjoy yourself. I I get I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think if you have to put a thousand qualifiers yeah. qualifiers on it, like 
maybe you should just watch a good movie. There are plenty of dark, gritty action movies. Training Day. Oh my god. Watch Training Day instead of Max Payne. I know they're like it's Very not different. like a noir movie. And it's also not like, straight up action either. What video game I, I is thought Training, of Training Day, Day based off and It's of. also not a video game, but it's a good oh, movie. Shit. Fair. <laughs> I, well, when you were talking about the beginning when like there was this new cop who was being shown around and y'all thought that that was going to be like Max Payne's partner, I immediately thought of like, oh, Training Day. When yeah, and he's going to be like, this dude's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, it's going to get deeper and deeper. Ethan Hawke? Yeah, Ethan Hawke. That's Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah. Anyway, who wants to read this next review from George? I can. <laughs> George gives it a two. Simply just says, this could have been so much better. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably not wrong, George. Uh, Let me read this review from Jason H. It says, Max Payne, more like Max suck. This movie is nothing like the video game. The story isn't the same. The characters don't even dress like the characters in the game. And everything else that made the game special, like its film noir roots, is completely absent in the movie. I only saw this horrible movie because a friend of mine begged me to go with him. The only pleasure I got was from laughing at the screen and all the horrible lack of dialogue that Mark Wahlberg has in this movie and the awkward action that features SWAT team members running on (laughs) top of office desks and shooting at the same time. Do not go see this movie. Four out of ten. I like like that he specifically referenced the scene that you were like, I like this scene. I don't feel like Uh, it's fair to argue that they don't dress like the characters in the game. (laughs) I mean, I kind of do. Max Payne needs a longer trench coat. Does Max Payne specifically dress a certain way? He just has a dark coat. Like, it's not that... I don't know. That's what he that wore. swishes around when he shoots yeah, everyone I don't know. in the I circle. I thought it was close oh. enough. I didn't okay, think it was okay. that far off. Okay, okay. Katie, I gave you a fun thing that I found on the Metacritic page. Um, do you want to look at this thing that I just pasted in our <laughs> Google Doc? <laughs> so while Katie's pulling this up, if you go on the Metacritic page for Max Payne, what you will find is that maybe a series of bots, maybe, I don't know, 14 of them oh. uh, all put the word epic Within four days of each other on the Metacritic user but reviews page. they either gave it a six or a ten. That's it. Those were the two things. We've got McManus the Brave. Scott is... Scott is so right. Scott is so right. Alice Anderson. Emily Pyre. Allied Cola. We are the others. Mickey Boy. Cowie Land. Fuck the police. Carl the Funny Man. Tyler Morton. Extra Fizz. And Avery, Jerry Guy, all say wow. Max Payne on January 3rd or the 4th. They all said it was epic. All <laughs> lower caps. <laughs> well, hey, maybe it was epic. Maybe it wasn't. We're going to jump into our next segment here, which is Min Max. It is a segment where we tell you the good Max and the not so good Min that we haven't yet covered in this episode. Uh, let me start and tell you my Max. Uh, we haven't talked at all about Chris O'Donnell being in this movie. Um, he uh, had a role which he was like the head of security or something for a Sear Pharmaceutical. I don't know what his role was. It wasn't really well explained or I wasn't listening. I don't remember. Um, but he played a coward, which is like weird for Chris O'Donnell. Like usually he plays like pretty front man or Robin. Like he's either on NCIS Robin. in one side of my head or Robin in the other. And in both ways, he's attractive and also like well-spoken and not a coward. So it was very weird for me to see him as like the coward that bent to, to Mark Wahlberg in this one. So I'm going to give that my max. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't played that more because he's so like clean cut. Like he's like, he could very easily play like office guy who's like kind of a coward. 
Like I could see it. I was like, I did feel fresh. I was like, oh, he's doing a different thing than he usually does. But then I was like, why yeah. hasn't he done this more? It kind of, I don't know. It worked. Maybe this was his yeah. first time doing it and then it didn't work. That's true. So. And he was like, never doing that again. That's yeah, no. the reason uh, this movie failed. Yeah. <laughs> and my min is uh, at the end of the movie, there's this slow-mo shot where like Max Payne is shooting his gun in the snow. Oh my God, you steal and my min. it just looks like there's, did I actually steal it? And there looks like there's wax on the gun. Yeah. It is the worst thing. I'm like, why is Toronto, snow in Toronto isn't like this. The concept of that gun, his hand <laughs> and the gun having so this much snow friends. on it makes zero sense. Did he stand there? For 45 minutes to let the snow accumulate? It doesn't make any sense. Why is there snow on his hand for him to then turn it sideways and be gangster before he shoots and drop the snow off? It makes no sense. Is that literally your men? Yes. You stole his again? I feel like every again. like three episodes you steal something. Yes! Every single time. He's so mad. I never get to go first because Jacob's always like, here's Min Max. Let me tell you mine. And then I never get <laughs> to like, no, say but, mine. But, but my men. Travis. Here's my promise. For every other episode that we record in the season for Min Max, I will not go Oh my first. God, I'd rather you steal it. I'd rather you steal it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, though, that makes no sense. The fact, like, that ugly, waxy snow, gross, first of all. Second of all, doesn't make sense. Was he standing there for an incredibly long amount of time? I guess he was tripped out on drugs. He could have been there for 45 minutes and it thought it was two seconds. And that guy just stood there waiting to get shot. While the snow <laughs> accumulated like two inches on top of his hand. Like, did his arm not get tired while the snow accumulated <laughs> on it? I don't get Travis, it. Travis, I apologize. Let me give the actual other men. I had two minutes. No, 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 it's fine. No, no Travis, you had a lot more to say. You went on I'm a okay. epic no, I, rant about that I don't man. So it's yours. You've claimed it. it <laughs> I'm, I'm can, I, can I read yeah, this very yeah, bad joke I wrote about Max Payne, though? Yeah. Is Valkyr like Red Bull? Because it gives you wings. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I'm gl- I'm that I'm was almost as bad as the snow accumulating on this guy's hand. I'm, Fair, I'm almost. Happy. So the snow was bad, Travis. <laughs> what was good about Max Payne that we haven't yet talked about? Um, <laughs> long pause. <laughs> mm, that's really hard. I think I already kind of talked about it that the <clears throat> the visuals. I really liked some of the visuals in the cinematography. Like you mentioned, the cinematography. I really liked some of that stuff uh like in how like when he's really tripping out on drugs like the ceiling is opening up and like there's all this flaming fire stuff like i would have loved more of that kind of play like it would have been mm-hmm. i think more interesting than just the kind of boring like revenge drum like cop noir drama that we were getting yep. i kind of i i liked the slightly weird supernaturally kind of stuff it didn't have to make sense i'm cool with stuff not making sense if it's like cool enough, right? Like, and it does kind of make sense. Like that's what he's seeing. So like, I like that. Um, honestly though, you did, you stole my main men. There is a couple other mens that I wouldn't mind mentioning, but I'll let Katie Run go first. Them. No, I'll let Katie go first so that I don't oh, okay. steal them out Fair. of politeness. <laughs> <laughs> the tone. Oh my goodness. I oh, know. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, my max. Let's see. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Um, once I had really lost any semblance of Max Payne as we went further and further into this movie. And as soon as he like pulled out the shotgun 
He had like the pistol grip shotgun and he's shooting people. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I remembered this, and this isn't even based on the movie, really. This is a max because of the game, but it's okay. <laughs> it reminded me of how good it felt to shoot that shotgun. Like it's a really good shotgun. And I was like, oh yeah, that was really fun. Max Payne was fun. I like that game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this movie's still boring. But for that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, we got the shotgun out. And then they did, like, the one good, um, like, bullet time sequence of the whole movie, really. It was the only time it really came into play was with the shotgun. Is that when he, like, bent over backwards and, like, hit a guy on the, the, like... On, like, a catwalk. What was called? The the catwalks? That was very good. Yeah. It was, like, he, like, sensed the guy was there. And then the guy started shooting right at the same time that he, like... He didn't quite flip back. He, like, bent right over backwards and, like, shot a shotgun. That was cool. So, yes. It was very good. So, that reminded me of Max Payne, and it made me happy. Um, my min. I feel like we've talked about most of it. Uh, da, 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 da. Hmm. Yeah, most of it. Uh, you know what? Okay. There is no scene whatsoever that's like, hey, he loved his wife. Or like, hey, this is what his wife talked like or like anything. She was you just basically a dead just body saw her. Yeah, you either saw her like holding the baby with like a glowing scene of like, oh, pretty familiness, or she's dead on the bed. And you're like, did she, did she have like a, I don't know, a lovely personality or like, did she have something <laughs> about her other than like she held this baby pretty? I don't know. Something <laughs> that makes me go, yeah. oh, his, his wife, that's sad. You mean just, like female character development yeah yeah it doesn't even yeah. just some anything or character development with max Payne of them being I mean, like mila kunis killed things yeah she did yeah and spoke russian yeah, yeah. for like a hot minute and she was kind of she mm-hmm. was cool in it she didn't really yeah. have to do anything or we didn't really know anything about her she shoot gun good we didn't know anything about anyone to be totally no, fair that's to, yes to be fair no one had any kind yeah. of real growth no max Payne had dead family yeah mila kunis shoot gun good yeah BB friend of Max Payne. Now not friend of Max Payne. Oh no. <laughs> Lupino Lupino Killgood. Yeah. Like he angry. That, that, that Max Payne. He real angry and sweaty. So he tattoo sweaty. on face. Oh my god. He's that he's Valker so hot. Makes people like, so he, sweaty. He's steaming in the snow. He is melting. That's what Valker <laughs> makes you do, apparently. It just makes you, you melt. melt. You, you melt. just pour sweat off of yourself. So anyway, that was it. That like I was like, oh, we don't really know anything. It's sad so sad that his wife and baby are dead but i don't know anything about it that makes me sad travis did you have a, a few others you wanted to quickly no i was through? just gonna mention like i feel like the the music was pretty unforgettable yeah like, i don't feel uh, like there you was mean forgettable unforgettable sorry wow <laughs> forgettable like when the credits were playing i was like this is really generic like i it did nothing for me mm-hmm. um then there's also one weird like what I thought was a CGI scene where like Max is walking across the street and almost gets hit by a car and it just felt it's very early on in the movie and it literally was nothing. But I was just like, this is rough and weird. Like he walks across the street, the car's not there. It stops suddenly and like it doesn't hit him. And then he goes to see his partner sitting in a car or something. And I thought that was weird. And that's it. That's all I wrote down (laughs) in terms of mins. Bad CGI. 
Yeah. Um, well, guys, before we close the show, I have a quick game for us. Okay. Uh, I feel like uh, on every one of our episodes, we've been playing the or gnaw games. Uh, so I have another one of those, and it's called Bullet Timer Gnaw. So what I want you all to do is I'm going to give you a list of popular video games, and you're going to tell me, is there a bullet time mechanic, which is the thing that Max Payne is kind of famous for popularizing, which was kind of in this movie, but not really. You'd have to explain uh, and you're gonna it to tell me, because I don't even know if it bullet was... Time? What? Yeah, what, what do you mean? Okay, like, so bullet time... Movie? Well, at the scene where he, like, bend over backwards, it's not the that. same as, like, bullet time... Think of more like like the Matrix. Okay. Matrix is, is like, like your star thing of like they're slowing down and it's almost like they're seeing things go they're fast they're moving faster than what's happening a little bit. Because I don't you guys mentioned it a few times and I'm like I don't know what what you guys are talking about in terms of like mechanic wise. I'm trying to think of I get game. it now. I get it now. Yeah, where it's I like oh you're just like I don't know it's yeah, like yeah, slow, slow motion down. but you're moving a little bit fast and you gotcha. gives you time just, to like. I just yeah. want to win the game, so I need to have a little bit of knowledge. <laughs> okay, well, let me, let me give you the first one, and maybe this is one that'll be relatively easy for you to figure out. Um, does Grand Theft Auto V have bullet time? I've never played Grand Theft Auto V. I'm going to say nah. It's like one of the biggest Kay- selling games of Katie? all time. I didn't buy it, though. Um, I own two p- copies of that game because well, I'm of course a you do. psychopath. <laughs> and guess how many of them are open? Zero. Zero. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm a bad person. I will say... I mean, I played other Grand Theft Autos, and I don't remember a bullet time, so I'll say nah. That's why. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. one of the character's special abilities ah. is bullet time. Oh, my God. Resident Evil 4. Hmm. Bullet time or nah? Nah. So I just, I literally just bought this. I tried to play it. I played it for about a half hour and then was like, oh no, these controls are so dated. I can't play this. And I feel really bad because it's supposed to be really good. But I was like, oh, I can't do it. So I'm sure they'll remake it. Resident Evil 4 is a great I'm game. I'm sure they'll remake it real soon, but I don't. So but in the little, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll say yes. I feel like it could. Uh, Resident Evil 4 does not have God bullet time. damn it. Y'all are zero for two. No, I said not. Yeah. Uh, have, okay, fine. <laughs> How about the game Vanquish? Does Vanquish have bullet time? Have y'all played Vanquish? Vanquish is a great nope. game about a slidey robot man who shoots good. That would no. be a gnaw for me because I have not played it. I'm gonna Vanquish also, very good. I'm gonna also say gnaw again. I'm gonna say answer. I'm gonna say yes. Uh, Vanquish has bullet time. Yes, I got one as one of its main mechanics. <clears throat> NHL hits 2002. Is this hockey? This is hockey. So, puck does time. the hockey game have bullet time? NHL puck time. <laughs> puck time. I mean, I'm yeah, say yes. I think yeah. To like set, uh, I never played that one, but I feel like yeah, to set up a big hit, yeah, yes. NHL hits twenty oh two does not oh, have bullet it. time. It's a hockey game, guys. Come I on, should. Like, that's why I thought it was weird that you said. I it. feel like. If I'm playing hockey, I'm probably dodging pucks anyways. Dodging so, pucks. You don't dodge the puck. You want Yeah, the yeah, puck. you do. When I'm <laughs> when I'm shooting the match, you're dodging them. Don't worry. <laughs> nice. When did you say when I'm shooting the match? Yeah, you know, anyway. shooting the match, yeah. I know how sports Beautiful work. Joe. Do you guys remember Beautiful yes, Joe? This is a yes. I think I know oh. this. Yes. I don't know that game. I'll you know what? I'll say no. we've been opposite most of this thing. So I feel I'll say like no. I'm pretty sure this is a yes. Nah. 
Beautiful Joe has bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. one of its main mechanics. There's like a slowdown, like movie kind of mechanic at play. I've got two more for you. Okay. John Woo presents Stranglehold. I feel like a John Woo. Did you guys know John Woo yeah, made a video game? I did game? not. If it's a John Woo video game, I feel like it has to have bullet time. It what is to. John Woo? Is that hockey? He's a director. Is that <laughs> hockey? <laughs> he made uh he made uh like uh Mission Impossible 2. Like he makes a uh, oh. and I remember those them doves flying in slow motion, man. Big trouble in little China. Is that is that John Woo? I'm not sure. But he loved those slow motion doves, so I'll I'm going to nah. say I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say nah. Uh, John Woo presents Stranglehold like the only mechanic in that game is bullet time. Yeah. So you would be like, I want this whole thing to be bullet time. I totally see that. Yeah. Uh, That game is fun. It is like for its time. It came out like 12 years ago. It is a fun game. It was like an early 360 game. Anyway, last game. Does Katamari Damashi have bullet time? Hmm. Nah. I want to say yes. Nah. I'm going to say yes. Uh, Katamari Damacy doesn't have bullet oh, come time. On, man. Come on now. Yes. <laughs> and John Woo's big movie is hard-boiled, not oh, Big yeah. Trouble in Little China. Uh, we end the show the way we end every one of our episodes with the segment, Should This Movie Be Cut or Seen? It's the titular segment, so we have to end mm-hmm. with it. Who wants to begin by telling us how this movie should be cut? Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, you you just you cut it. It's a total cut. Even and if you're like, you know what, I'm still gonna give it a shot. After like 15 minutes, you're gonna be like, oh, they were right. I should have cut it. I should not have seen. Yeah, no one. You shouldn't see this movie. Any other movie? Almost any other movie. You know what? This movie makes certain bad season one movies look like freaking masterpieces. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is a masterpiece compared a bad to this movie. movie. <laughs> They're comparable in quality. No, no, no. no. It's way better. I mean, that's a big no. Super for Mario me. Brothers comparable in no, quality no. to this movie. So I much like Grandma's Boy so, comparable in quality to this movie. Mm, 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 mm. Grandma's Boy. Do you want to defend no, Grandma's Boy? I really? not. No, I'm Grandma's not Boy might be worse. One. That was. Those are. Those can dwell in the basement together. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> go ahead. Next. <laughs> I guess I'll just say, yeah, nah. I'm going to say nah because if I say, if I, I'm going to say cut this movie because if I say see this movie, Jacob's then going to use that to discredit all of my previous see this movies <laughs> you have in to keep every a other episode. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have to say cut this movie because I'm going to protect you. all of those season one movies that I loved. Thank you. Um, this movie should be cut. It is not good. I love a lot of the people that are in it, but this movie, this movie bad. So please avoid it. Play a Max Payne video game yes. first. Yes, first Max Payne. There game. you go. Done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the end of our Max Payne episode. Uh, if y'all want to follow everything we do, you can find us at cutscenes.ca on Instagram and on Twitter at cutscenes underscore pod. And if you want to find us individually, we're going to tell you how you can do that right now. Who wants to first? Who wants to first? Katie? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll first. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I am Les Brack. Uh, yeah, you can you can find me. I'll chat. I love chat. We can cool. chat. Travis? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, too. I'm uh, at Travis Colnett. 
That's all. I'll chat. I'll chat. I can chat. <laughs> I have the capacity wanna, to chat. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to chat with me, yeah. I'm on Twitter at Jacob McCourt. Um, I host another podcast. It is called the Left Behind Game Club. Uh, both Katie and Travis have been on it. We've done multiple episodes yes. together. Uh, it's a video game book club podcast. You can find that at leftbehindgame.club. I also make YouTube videos at youtube.com slash Jacob McCourt. I just posted a great video a few months ago involving these two wonderful humans where we played trivia. So if you like our trivia, games in this uh, podcast you can find a whole hour where we talk about video game trivia and finally um, I also make TikToks on occasion you can find me at tiktok.com slash at Jacob McCourt I do a lot of things and you should check them out go check them out do it check me out Um, we're going to end this as we end every one of our episodes with a quote from the movie. And I think it's going to be me reading off this quote. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so we're going to close with a quote from Max Payne. So here we go. I don't believe in heaven. I believe in pain. I believe in fear. I believe in death. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, sure. (laughs) That was deep. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Bye. Bye. Scenes, a video game movie podcast.